is Sai and Reggie, and today we'll be doing our end of year awards. So get comfortable, open your ears, and welcome to the Doghouse Podcast. All right, so first things first, we are starting out with Breakout Star of the Year. Some of the uh, personal contenders that we have put up here um, for you guys to go along with us. Um, we have Liv Morgan from WWE. The tag team called The Acclaimed from AEW. Ricky Starks from AEW. Roxanne Perez from NXT or other. Saya, who would be your breakout star of the year for 2022 and the why acclaim. i feel like the acclaim i feel like i feel now like i'm gonna sound like i'm a i'm gonna sound like i'm jocking <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sound like i'm jocking like, think about it like, when you really look at like the entire year and how they and how everyone ended off the year like yeah roxanne she ended off the year with the warmest um belt she also had the tag team belts with cora but i really feel like truly the acclaim is the most over out of everyone who broke out this year? Bro, I didn't even like them at the beginning of the year. So, for them to grow on me and become my favorite tag team for this year. He's still acting the scissor out. You want to scissor me? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> it's our final answer to the acclaim. The acclaim, yes. Because, they, like you said, like they really grew on people. And their in-ring work also got better. Their promo work got better and their storytelling got better. Even though I feel like they had pretty good storytelling. They right? did. But the in-ring quality of their matches and their promo and their segments definitely got better compared to how they were last year when I first started watching them. I did not like them at first. So for me, yeah, I would say Breakout Stars will be the Acclaimed. Okay. Okay, so we both agree with the Acclaimed. Yeah, Perfect. definitely. Perfect. So the next category is TV Show of the Year. Which one do you think that is? Um, we have Raw, SmackDown, we have NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, uh, Impact for TNA. Um, I will go off of this is my personal opinion. I haven't watched much of Impact this year. I haven't watched any Impact this year. I just started watching NXT towards the end of the year. Rampage is only an hour, so it's between Raw. SmackDown and Dynamite for me. I fuck with Dynamite at the beginning of the year. More towards the end, I started liking SmackDown storylines. But overall, I might have to say Dynamite for me. TV show of the year, Dynamite. I would say for me, it's going to be Raw. Okay, why you say Raw? Raw has been consistent. Raw has been very consistent. I will Raw, give you that. Raw has been extremely consistent. They're not. They're not held up only by one or two main storylines while the rest of your team isn't doing anything. Like, everyone is like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's something going on for at least... It seems like there's a lot of there's stories a lot, yeah, There's a lot more storylines versus just the Usos. But the Usos be on... But they all three of them be on Raw and SmackDown. Technically, the Usos really be on Raw and SmackDown. Roman's supposed to be on Raw and SmackDown, but... We'll we'll get we'll get to that and we'll I, get to that later we'll get, get to that, that later we're gonna put a pen in that we're gonna put a pen in that <laughs> and I get that but I'm just saying okay so it doesn't even prove my point anymore the best thing you have on your show right. is shared with another show right. you can't even claim that no more when the other show has other things including that 
I'll go with Raw. I think Raw really ate the team up this year. So why don't you say Dynamite? Because it's the same thing I always feel like with Tony. Tony has really good ideas, but he, it felt like he don't know how to fully execute those ideas. The storylines always feel a little bit rushed or extremely drawn out or like something. Like, it's not wrong with it, but it's something just a little, eh, okay. I mean, it works. Right. But that's just kind of how I feel about Dynamite. That's how I feel about uh, AEW period, to be honest with you. What did you think of SmackDown? Oh, I thought SmackDown was all over the fucking place. It kind of was. In the beginning of the year, it definitely like, was. The only thing that's really keeping SmackDown together right now is truly one, Gunther. Yeah. He's eating. He is. Uh, Ricochet's doing pretty good. Him and Ricochet just had a bomb match for the yeah. IC title. Here's why, here's why I said Ricochet. But also, once again, Sammy and the Usos. And honestly, I'm not even going to say the Usos. I'm really going to say Sammy. Because the way people was taking in the Usos and the way people are taking in the Usos now. Sammy, what about Solo? I like Solo. I am excited to see what he's going to do next year. He hasn't done enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, go Solo. But it's enough for me like, hmm, okay, I'll watch you. So we have a split decision for TV show of the year. Speaking of who, also I also who uh, 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 who we also need to keep an eye on, um, the Rock's daughter. Yeah, she's in NXT. She is. She is in NXT. She's with. Us. She's in the stable. I need to find out. Um, I I dang, I literally just seen a video because she had hit some of the crazy clothes on. Um, but it wasn't a match. It was just a regular. Uh, it was just her like on the sidelines or something like that. Right. But yeah, she's in um, NXT. NXT. Apparently, she has a habit of harassing a commentator that her daddy used to harass. Oh. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, now I really got a twenty twenty three NXT. Yeah, NXT is gonna be NXT Impact New Japan is really gonna be what we're gonna focus. I gotta on. start watching Impact again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I'm really honestly I'm really mainly like I like NXT but I'm really looking forward to uh New Japan. Oh, you're gonna love it. I feel like I am. You're gonna love it. I really do feel like I am. January 4th, I'm excited. The only, the only two AM, I'm up. The we, only we thing that gets me about New Japan is like you just said, those time zones, bro. I wanna watch a live show. I gotta be up at what time? <laughs> I'm gonna eat I it. I got work at seven, dog. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> and I gotta be up at three. I'm gonna eat it. They, they, Shit, say less. They, <laughs> they, Shit, I'm here. They, they eat it for us when they, when they want to watch our stuff. I'm gonna they eat stay it. up late. That's cool. Yeah, that's, I'll, I, I respect I'll it. it. I'll eat it. It's this one. This literally once. But the thing about us though, like for instance, if you want to watch WWE, you can get Peacock. Let me see Peacock. Um, New Japan don't have an app like that. You can just or do that. They had their own special app. It'd be like if WWE had a WWE yes, app. Like they used they used to have a WWE app, but then they just transitioned everything to Peacock. But yeah, they have they have their own they have their own app. That's actually the app that we have to get so we can unwind. That's it. Just, that's we talked about that. You're absolutely yep. correct. So okay, all right, boom. So for TV show of the year, we are. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going smack straight smack. Uh, raw. You want raw? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I gotta go dynamite, bro. Okay, raw slash dynamite. Bada bing. Bada boom. All right, so our next category is P 
pay-per-view of the year. Now, for this category, we're strictly going to be doing WWE because those were the main ones that we was able to watch. Um, we didn't watch any of the AEW ones. Oh, we didn't watch all the AEW ones. Yeah. Because then we watched uh, at least two of them, but I don't think we watched. We didn't watch all of them. Yeah, so this one's strictly going to be WWE because those are the ones that was mostly, we mostly had the access to watch. All right, so it started off with day one, the Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber. You have WrestleMania night one and night two. You have WrestleMania Backlash, Hell in a Cell. Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Class at the Castle, Extreme Rules, Crown Jewel, you had NXT, Stand and Deliver, NXT In Your House, NXT Worlds Collide, and that's, no, we also had Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're not showing Survivor Series up here. Well, yeah, Survivor Series uh, War Games should also be an option. Um, personally, I really liked uh, WrestleMania. I think WrestleMania was really the one for me this year. I I can agree with you. I think WrestleMania really R- took it home this year. WrestleMania nights one and night two really did set it off. WrestleMania set it up so well that WrestleMania kind of like overshadowed the rest of the year for me. Class of the Castle is was probably a good one as well. Cause that, that, that lineup and those matches was was very well put together. Especially if... we have, that, that was my pay-per-view that had a five-star match up there. Sheamus versus Gunther. Oh! For the uh, Intercontinental title. That, yes, that yes, match yes, was yes, amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, contender for match of the uh, year. Which one? Which WrestleMania is this? This is WrestleMania thirty eight. Okay, I really like that one. Uh, I truly like uh, the road to WrestleMania. Like the build up to it. Yeah, I really. The road to WrestleMania is always that. That amazing. was great. It's supposed to be. It's the biggest show of the um, year. It's supposed. WrestleMania to, supposed is, to be. WrestleMania oh, oh. was where uh, we got Seth and Roman, right? No, that was Royal Rumble. Mm, thank you. R- thank WrestleMania, you. we had um, Becky and Becky and Bianca yeah. for the title. We had Austin coming out of retirement versus KO. Yep. We had Brock putting had up Pat his, his versus, yeah. It was Pat versus. It wasn't was it Baron Corbin? Yeah, it was Baron Corbin. And then he had a little mess with Vince as well. Yeah. Um. Lost. Yeah. That. Lost that. <laughs> that was the Miz and Logan Paul versus Dominic and Ray. Okay, yeah. Not the biggest fan of that one, but it yeah, was okay. Brock's WWE title versus Roman's Universal title. Ah, there we uh-huh. go. This was the night where uh Cody made his return. So it was Cody versus Seth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I would, I would, I would, I would go WrestleMania. I would definitely go with WrestleMania 38 was... I love the build when uh, Bianca was cutting Becky's hair. I, I, loved, it so I loved it. I, I loved it. So I loved much. it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Because, you know, I love me some Becky, bro. 
and you cut my girl's hair. I think I loved it because as for a black woman, you keep pulling on my hair like shit sweet. That don't mean you cut it. I didn't cut yours. You pulled but, my hair. Remember, the fuck pulled remember, my hair. Remember, during that segment, that was also the segment where she was trying to cut uh, Bianca's hair. And they ended up having a little scuffle, and Bianca ended up winning. And Bianca was going to leave out that ring. Second said, nah, and ended up taking the scissors and cutting her hair. That was that was frustration. That was a frustration cut. Now she good. That's why she had that little jagged up haircut afterwards. What you're not going to do is talk about her jagged ass haircut, okay? That crazy. I know it did, but I'm we're not, not going to talk she about she it. She should have just kept the haircut the way it was. No, she should have. Yeah, she should have. Bianca did as they give her layers. That's what, no. Bianca, that's what Bianca was like. I'm, I mean, if you like it, I love it, but I definitely gave you layers because she did. <laughs> Bianca didn't even call her shit crazy. Like, she definitely gave her layers. Okay, so we agree with WrestleMania? Okay, <laughs> WrestleMania. Cool? Cool. Perfect. Yeah, definitely WrestleMania. Because <laughs> we're... We're done here. We're done here. <laughs> okay, so next up we have match of the year. So I'm cute the whole buck and a half. I don't. Okay, it's not that I don't have a match for you. Is this? There's just no match of the year that truly uh overshadows the match that I wanted to be match of the year. That isn't actually match of the year. The match of the Bunny and Penelope versus TJ, Ty Mello. I mean Ty Guerrero and. Anna J. Uh-huh. I really love that match, but that's not even 2022. That's 2021. That's like the end of 2021. That's like December 2021. Yeah. yeah. So, I, what are some matches that... Because I remember liking... Um, oh, I remember liking Hell and Cell Women's. I remember really liking that match. Uh, I, I remember liking uh, the match between... Which match was this between Wanda and Liv? I think the very first one, I think I like that one. Some people say um, Gunther and Sheamus at Class of the Castle. Some people say Austin and uh, KO at WrestleMania. Eh. Some people even say Sami Zayn and uh, John Knoxville at WrestleMania. Some people, depend- yeah, yeah, I know. Some people really like that match. I it's know. a great match, but I in know. terms of match of the year, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, not me. Some people got Cody versus Seth at Hell in a Cell. That. I can definitely see that one. Um, that's that's still not even coming close to like NXT, not even NXT AEW matches like FTR versus the Briscoes. Or MJF versus uh, CM Punk in the dog collar. That match. no, like, that made me my twenty twenty two match of the year. CM Punk versus MJF dog collar match. For me, cause that's the match that Sean, not Sean, Wardlow, um, that would cost. That MJF. is the match that Wardlow double cost. Yep, yep. I think that might sure be is. For me, I'm gonna have to go all the way back to January and go to the Royal Rumble. Mm. And I'm gonna have to go with Seth versus uh Roman for the uh That was a for the universal good. title. That was good. That Seth, was really Seth came good. out with the shield gear, the and shield theme song. He was playing mind tricks in Roman's head the entire time. Technically Seth won. And I and yeah, and I and I think that's his Yeah, I Seth won, but Roman won for him. Yeah, it was a personal win for Roman, but it was still a loss in his record book. Uh, and I think that's really what shows like 
what we see as good matches because we like the matches because of the story. Like, if it was like a regular match, I don't think it would have been as good. Yeah, no, nah, but the psychological psychological storytelling behind it, Seth Seth played that heel part amazing. And only not amazing. only that, the um storyline between MJF and um CM Punk, knowing that CM MJF looked up to CM Punk and they actually that had a picture was, together. That was great. And him crying and everything, like it was it was wonderful. The build up MJF, to that match was amazing. He did amazing. I that's why I think I would have to I would have to get that one match of the year for me. That was a good match. It was a great match. We we both picked some good matches. That was a great match. But, damn. Yeah. Damn. And that's still not even including some of the World Osprey matches. Nope. That's not including none of the women's matches. The women had a really good year this year. Oh, they most definitely did. I would have to say, honestly, the woman has been more consistent than the men. Like, the women, like, you you may, quote, unquote, really dislike watching the woman. They're boring. They're this and that. But at the end of the day, you know they're consistent. They're always going to put on that same, yeah. They're, they're consistent, man. I I don't feel like... Like, Ronda, I feel like, is really, like, the main pe- main person that people talk about. And anyone who becomes champion, because you know once you become champion, everyone hates, starts to hate you and stuff like that. Yeah, but, you got a target on your back. But other than that, like, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like, the, I feel like the woman really... Really held really down. Really yeah, I feel like the women in all promotions, they they've really been they've really been, they've really, they've really been the unspoken heels of their promotions. To be honest with you, especially AEW, and they don't even give them screen time enough. They really don't, but a lot of people don't get screen time for AEW. I get that, but none of your women get screen time for real. You have a you have a card of seven matches, and you got one women's match. They got, like, they got like two or three women promos though. And all the promos, and it's always gonna be Jade and Britt. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> like those two are guaranteed mic time. Get, guaranteed because they guarantee clicks. <laughs> but if you allow other people to talk, you you'll never know who else will be guaranteed because you never know who else will be put over, like who else will be over with the crowd. But that's besides the point. That's but, it. We can talk some more about them when we get to yeah. the women of the year. Yeah. But match of the year, you got CM Punk versus MJF in the dog collar match, and I got Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. And that's a, I, I at Royal Rumble, Rumble for the Universal title. Those were some great choices. Those were some great choices. So what's the next one? What is the next one? Okay, so next up, we have Tag Team of the Year. Our choices are The Claim, FTR, The Usos, Naomi and Sasha, Eon Dakota, and Toxic Attraction. I said it before, and I said it again, but everyone loves the acclaim. <laughs> the acclaimed is gonna be my. The acclaimed is my. Is my. Yeah, they 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 did their damn thing this year. FTR is a close second. I don't have to still give it to the acclaim though. I see, a, I see the acclaim. I think for me though, I'm I'm okay a little bit between FTR and Toxic Attraction, and I think it's just a little bit of me being biased towards Toxic Attraction. <laughs> I don't blame you. But um, if I truly had to pick, I'll probably have to say FTR. Like the acclaim had a great year, but FTR literally had triple that. Like. <laughs> 
They did, but they're also ending off their year with a losing streak. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to take that into consideration. You do. You do. The matches were still great, though. I will give them that. The, the matches, matches were still great. Amazing matches. I, I think I'm still going to give it to FTR. And I was starting to give it to the Acclaimed. Because <laughs> everybody loves the Acclaimed, bro. We have not agreed on ending since the Acclaimed first time. <laughs> we haven't. But... It well, we agreed on, on pay-per-view of the year. We did for WrestleMania. We yeah. definitely did. But FTR and the Acclaimed... That's yeah. two. That's two great tag teams. That's really all two great tag tag teams. And we're looking at strictly their tag team history and what they've done this year. I I I can see both of them in the wonderful tag team of the year. Absolutely. Damn. And I'm saying like both indies and AEW because I claim there's some indies work too. So why wasn't the Usos top three? I said it wasn't. But I'm happy you know they were. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I like them. I I think because it feels like they aren't standing alone. Like I I like them. I like them, but it's like I like them when they're the Usos, not the, the bloodline. And to me, and that and I think that's really what's the distinction. This the the difference for me is because it's like yeah, the Usos, but for the longest. For me, they've been the bloodline, so this one's kind of like, no. <laughs> the Usos? Yes. When they had their own little, like, when they had their true, like, feud with um Street Profits, when it was mm-hmm. true, them was a Street Profit. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved the Usos then. But then when they became part of the bloodline, it was just kind of like, I kind of made me feel like they kind of lost a sense of who they were. Because they're falling behind Roman. Yeah. I get it. They were still putting on some bangers, though. They were, but... And they was talking their shit while doing it, holding their shit down. They were, but I... So I, I got to give them props for that. Definitely do. They had they had a great year. But I can't. Y'all, y'all not... I was also going to go with Sasha and Naomi because they had a really great year. But they, like they, you they said... They weren't here all year, bro. Yeah, like you said, they weren't here all year. Like EO and Dakota, they weren't here all year they either. Had a, they had a great year, though. Even Dakota has had a great And then a lot of the other tag teams like broke up. Yeah. Like Hobbs and Starks. Or and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And that was crazy. That one was crazy. You know what we didn't add? That we could add at the end? Stable of the year. Stable slash faction of the year. I mean, New Day and Death Triangle can still be tag team of the year. We can still we can still add them for tag teams of the year. My answer will still not change. I think I, I think I still will have to give it to FTR. I will still have to give it to the acclaimed. <laughs> so don't everybody matter. loves the acclaimed. It doesn't matter. Says me. And on that note, next up we have Women's Wrestler of the Year. So our options are Bianca Belair, Britt Baker. Leah Ripley, Becky Lynch, and Mandy Rose. I would say I'm actually between Bianca and Rhea. I feel like Rhea had a really good year. If I watch more of Mandy's stuff, I would say Mandy. Because I heard, I heard she had like a bomb year. And from some of the um, matches we've seen, she, she's, she's handled her own. 
I love me some Becky, but Becky was also out with injury some points, so she wasn't there all year. Yeah. And then that apparently doesn't matter, but... That, that, that pin is still there. That, that, we're going we're to take that pin out next. We're going to take that pin out next topic. Next topic. Um, Bianca Belair. I love me some Brit, but compared to Bianca... Yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Bianca. I, I think I have to agree with you. Like, don't get me wrong. Leah is as over, if not more over than Bianca is right now. But I also feel like outside of that, based on what they have achieved. But we also have to take into account that Leah is coming down from like a heart um, thingy or something mm-hmm. like that. A heart condition. So but she can't really wrestle yeah, she, yeah, she can't but even do The storyline that she has with Dom and The Judgment the Day. Judgment Day She's carrying it, honestly. She is. She's, she she's is. carrying that. In my opinion, she's kind of carrying that whole stable. She and is. If it wasn't for her, no one would find them even remotely interesting. <coughs> to be honest with you. But I'll also say Dom plays a part of that as well. Because I mean, if yeah. it was just her, Damien, and Finn, nah. But once Dom got in there, then they were like, they kind of became closer. Yeah. Yeah, that's when, yeah. That's when she really started to, like, really uh-huh. sh- show mm-hmm. who she was. Mm-hmm. She ate that. But, but yeah, yeah I, Bianca Belair. Yeah, I think I, think I would agree with you. There um, we go. We agree. We're going we gonna to do two and one. We're going to do a two and we're gonna one. We're going to do a two and one. Well, that leads us to... That motherfucking pen. All right. So, Mid of the year. A little, a little context. <laughs> so, um... Watch Gary had a. I really hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I do not want to um, mispronounce it. Right. But um, I want I want to say that is how you pronounce it. But he had a poll on his Twitter page, essentially asking about who you think is best of the year. In it, it was Woman Reigns, John Moxley, Will Osprey, and other. So, I quoted it and I was like, I don't think a halftime could be wrestler of the year. <laughs> A part-timer, excuse me. He said, well, Roman Reigns and John Moxley has had the same number of matches. Y'all, not only is that one false, Roman Reigns has about between 42 to 50. Moxley has about 55 to 62. Leaning more towards the 62 than the 55. But he was like, okay, well, we're looking at their promotion only. Cool. Y'all, even then, Roman has only had 10 televised matches compared to Moxley's multiple matches, right? So the argument changed from them having the same amount of matches to them having the same amount of televised matches to, well, it doesn't matter how many... It actually is good that the, that he hasn't had a lot of matches. It, it amplifies his star power, which may or may not be true. And that's fine. That's up to you. But to continually change the goalposts when you have been proven wrong multiple times, it's kind of like your bias. Yeah. So, with that being said, it don't matter how many matches they had. It matters the quality of the matches, which I agree but rest of the year, I expect you to wrestle. That's just me personally. So with that being said, the choices are Roman Reigns, 
John Moxley, Will Ospreay, Seth Rollins, or other. You know, you know who another person we should have added in Breakout Star of the Year? Who? Takesha. We could have. He still would have won. <laughs> he still would have won. But it would definitely give us more to talk about. Because he, he has he had, has a great year. He has. He has had a but great year. But who has has a great year, though? My man's took a lot of losses this year. But Seth Rollins is wrestler of the year. Really? To me, yes. If if I if, if you if you want my top three, I'll give you Seth, John Moxley, and my third is probably gonna have to be Sheamus. I can because def- I did not expect Sheamus to have yeah this this break this hell this hell of a comeback year like how he just did. Honestly, I think I would agree with the top three. It may not be in that order though. So who's your man of the year? I think I have to give it to Moxley. He carried AEW. He definitely carried. He carried AEW. That man definitely carried. Yeah, especially with all the CM Punk drama. And, he, and yeah, everything he happening on backstage. Yeah. And him trying to go for a freaking vacation and literally not being able to. Because he had to take that belt back up. Yeah. Yeah, he carried it. Yeah, I, I think I have to give it to Moxley. Moxley really held his own this year. So, what would be your top three then? If it's not that same order, what would be your... So obviously you got Moxley one. So who's two and three? I think it'd be Seth and Sheamus. So we're literally just switching our top two. Yeah, I said I said I agree with that top three. It's just not in that order. I know, but I just I mean you could have had Sheamus somewhere else. True, true. Because at one point that you 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 was not liking Seth at all. I at one yeah, point. I hated him like I hated um Charlotte. But that means they're doing their job. Yeah. That's why I love him. If more. Charlotte was wrestling all year, she Oh, would, definitely. She yeah, probably, she probably oh. would have won. She would have won wrestler of the year. If Sasha was wrestling, wrestling all year, year, it definitely would have been a really good contention between I think Charlotte them. still would have won. I don't know. I think I think for me it would definitely I would have to see the matches. I think it would definitely be up between them two and Bianca. I'll have to I would have to, I mm, mm, have to watch that year. The yeah, that's true. I think I mean, mm. Mm. <laughs> Charlotte put on some bomb matches, bro. Mm, that motherfucker. She puts on some that bomb matches. Kick, y'all. You got it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm sorry. Not too many people love the kick, but I. She be booting the hell out of. I, I, I love it. Out of these women, I love bro. It. I love it. The hell out of these women. Like, I cannot wait for her to come back in the rumble and do the exact same thing again. If she comes back in the rumble, she winning yes or no? Yeah. Oh. She going at the Ronda? Yeah. Yeah. You know she is. Yeah. She has to go back and say the SmackDown division, man. You know she is. Why well, women division don't need her? I mean, they can switch it up. They can have a draft. They can shake they it up. They could have a draft. They but, can shake some shit but until up. they have that draft, SmackDown needs her. That woman's division is lacking, man. Oh, it's, it's disgusting, Loki, how bad it's lacking with the people it has. It has, really, it has a really good set of group girls. I mean, a good set of women. Right. But it's just, it's lacking bad. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. And with that being said, that is going to take us to 
Our oh last... yeah, that's an amazing transition. That's gonna take us to our last segment. Honestly, all of y'all, I don't know what all of y'all doing with y'all women's division. So Booker Book- of the Year, because <laughs> let's really talk about it. Like I'm tight now. We have Tony Khan AEW, Vince McMahon WWE, Triple H WWE. I added the internet because low key y'all be y'all be setting up storylines for them and they be taking it. They be taking it. They do. So I, I also put I also put the internet and honestly the internet wins every time. <laughs> <laughs> you picking the internet as Booker of the Year? I was picking it. I am picking the IWC. But they'll always go. But they don't. They don't always go with. The but internet the internet ideas. be having more bangers than, than everyone else. Because if you go with the internet ideas, that means you got to give that person credit. Then you got to pay that person. Blah, blah, blah. That's that's a lot. They got to do their own shit most of the time. You hear that so, silence? So you, tell, you, tell, <laughs> you telling me, bro, I, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter. As, as a WWE executive, I'm on Twitter. And I see some random Twitter account. Just tell me, I mean, huh? You know, that's a good idea. And then, like, two weeks later, that same storyline is on television. You're not going to tell me that motherfucker not going to think it's a coincidence? <laughs> you, you think, you think somewhere said before? WWE has done more scandalous things before in the past. Of course. Hire a lawyer and keep it moving. Niggas going to go with a settlement. Keep it moving. You be fine. Switch it up. Use, use different characters then. Get, come on now. Cause a lot of times storylines really do not be dependent on the people. It do though, cause some people it also depends on their history with each other. Yeah, and I get that, but some of the storylines don't be dependent on the person. But yeah, it depends on the run, character. But that's the thing—you can have anyone run a certain type of character. But that mean they, that don't mean they can play that character well. It doesn't mean they can play that character well, but that's why you have other people who can play that character. No one has had an original character since the beginning of this shit, and no one will have an original character after this shit. And there will always be an an original idea inspired by something else. So it can be inspired by someone else. But either way, I don't know. If I have, if, okay, if we're not going, I don't use it. I mean, you can pick the internet. That's your choice. That's fine. You can pick. You can pick um, internet. That's fine. Vincent Man is absolutely not in the discussion. <laughs> no chance in hell. No chance in hell. Man. <laughs> That man, I am so... You can literally see an improvement literally like a week afterwards. That's how bad. And I think that's that what I'm going with. You going with Triple H? I think I'm going with Hunter. It was... It was that, that was... that how bad that was, man. But, um... You definitely could see the improvement. You Within a week, bro. And I don't know if that speaks to Hunter's skill or that speaks to Vince... Dementia or what? But stop saying that man got dementia, bro. Because <laughs> that man do got dementia. You don't know that. Oh, well, you keep saying that. Stop saying that man got dementia. <laughs> stop saying that. <laughs> Listen, that old ass man needs needs to sit in his nursing home and call today. Anyway. You got to relax. Anyway, you got. To I relax. think I'm gonna agree with you on Triple H. So why did so why did you not say Tony? Because of what I said earlier, he he has. I feel like he has really good ideas. Mm-hmm. 
from like a storyline, from a vice perspective. I feel like he has a, he has really good ideas. It's just it's always just feel like he doesn't know how to execute them. He doesn't know when to start them. He doesn't know when to end them. And it's just ugh. Or he uses the wrong people for them, and it's like ah. Or you use the same people over and over again. Or you use or... the same people over and over again. And they when honestly, they just may not be the correct person for that storyline. He just came out with a comment recently about why some, why a lot of stars have been getting that much TV time. Did you see that he compared it to um, NBA players? No, he was comparing it to NBA players. He was uh, he, like, like giving them time listen, off, dog. Listen, Are you serious? Listen, 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 listen. No, 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 no. Okay, so he has said that. Uh, okay. On other sports scene, you don't really see it as much. Essentially, he's saying that a lot of times there's people um asking about why certain people aren't coming, and sometimes why you know they talk about it, or sometimes they don't talk about it. Right. And he says there's there's sometimes there's a reason for that. Somebody's hurt, somebody's working, um, someone's probably being repackaged, or they may not just be in those spots anyway. But um, in terms of the uh NBA quote, it, it was an NFL and an NBA quote, oh. and he said. On other sports teams, you don't really see as much. It's not really common in the NFL for the backup quarterback to blame the to blame the coach because he's not playing. It's not really common for the NBA for the backup point guard to blame the coach because he's not getting minutes. What? That that was the quote, y'all. <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> Cause bro, you sound with what? <laughs> no. But to end off the podcast, Sire, we're gonna talk about uh Sports Illustrated Top Ten Wrestlers of the of twenty twenty two. We're gonna start at number ten and we're gonna work our way up. Alright. Okay, so number ten. Masha Slamvicio. Slamovich. Slamovich. They are in Impact. She is in Impact. She's Russian. Mm, 24 years old. Oh, she looks like she hits hard. Yeah, she has a, she had a last knockout standing match. Ooh, that just sounds like it's a hard hitting match. That's just kinda that kind of sounds. Last knockout? The only reason it's called knockout because that's what the it, women's championship is called. That's what the women's division is called. Okay, I was like, dang. It's called the knockouts division. Yeah, yeah, fine. To knockouts. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Okay, but she's number ten. Number nine, Cash Rilla. FTR. Okay. That's the one with the hair. Number eight is Dax Harwood. Also FTR. FTR. That's the bald one. Okay. They have El Hio Del Vicchio. Oh. Vikingo? I don't know. I never heard of him. I'm looking him up now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it again. I wanna say his name correctly. Hold on. Where's I think, he, I think he works for, uh, oh, he works for um, Triple A. There you go. That he is sense. also the current Triple A Mega Champion. Sense. So his name is El Hio Del Vicchio. 
His, I guess he's a legacy because like his dad was King Mikio, who was also a vessel. Okay. And he was trained by his dad. That's okay. cool. That's really cool. Okay, number six, Jamie Hayden. Lover. Number five, Will Osby. I guess. Mm, all right. <laughs> number four, Roman Reigns. Bugging. Okay. I, I probably wouldn't have had him so high. I feel like he probably would have still been top ten. Maybe because he did have a really great year. For the month from when you did see him, it was I would hit. switch him and Will. I would look he had Will at four. I feel like Will Will was putting on five star match after five star match. He had like he had like seven or eight five star matches this year. Mm, I, I, I feel like Will should have been higher than Roman. But this sports illustrator, what do I know? Number three. <laughs> Uh, number three, Bianca Belair. Ooh, ooh. The EST of WWE. Ooh, I love that girl. Number two, John Moxley. And number one, Seth freaking Rollins. Well deserved. Well. It honestly, well it is a well deserved. Well one. freaking. Um, deserved. I put. I personally probably would put. Like I said before, I probably would put John number one. Uh-huh. Just because of how, like, just because of how well he really had the year. But honestly, Seth is, is well as well for Seth. My man did the damn thing. He did. My man he really, really did, did the damn thing. He really did. And on that note. Well, seems like we came to the end of our podcast. We are your host, Reggie and Sire. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the uh, of the end of the year awards. And you are now exiting the doghouse. <laughs>